0: Time to play the game. Time
1: to play the game! <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode of Two Heels in the Face Wrestling Podcast. On today's episode, we have the long-awaited we have been talking to this gentleman for years now. He's finally in front of us. This is, it's our fault, Nate. That's, I mean, I'm the only one that's been waiting for it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nate has been sending us, like, signals on Twitter in the form of GIFs. Of people uh, waiting by the telephone. <laughs> <laughs> just, just uh, like, people checking their watches. But you're finally here. Yeah.
0: People can't see it right now, but maybe by the time this goes up, this will there'll be a picture on your Twitter or something that... People can look at and Hopefully. there's a TV
1: with my face on it. With his face, we gave you special treatment because we know that you requested iced tea. You got iced tea. Nobody's ever gotten iced tea before.
0: <laughs> well, here's the thing: is I didn't make a special request. I'm not a diva. I was <laughs> offered Modelo. <laughs> yes. And turns out I don't drink, which I didn't know. That and well, that's, that's fine. Cool. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. Oh yeah. But now uh, I was like, oh, I drink. I drink tea. So now there's. Now there's iced tea <laughs> for the ASMR fans out there.
1: Yep. <laughs> there for those go. who aren't familiar, uh, Nate Speckman. is that your shoot name? That's my real name. Nate and my, sh- and
0: my work name.
1: Yeah. Professional referee on the independent scene. Uh, AEW, Revolver, Rockstar Pro, Warrior Wrestling, and anybody
0: else that will hire me.
1: <laughs> is that it? Just those four? You're not. Those exclusive? are the big ones. Yeah. Yeah.
0: What's it? You're not exclusive. I am. Uh, I am not exclusive. Okay,
1: no. <laughs> great. AEW, pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, you've been doing it for how long now?
0: Uh, I it's almost a year now. June twenty uh, eighth will be one complete year since my first show.
1: Cool. So we here believe wrestling is a buffet. So there's no. It's a judgment-free zone. There's really no wrong way to. Um, watch it or there's everyone likes different things from the buffet line as well. Sure. Which is like relevant to the, the time we're in now where there's alternatives, right? A new one starting this weekend. Um, on, and they're going to have a show on the TNT network. So many alternatives. Um, so we break down our conversation into sections of the buffet line. There's a salad bar, which is like, um, a little bit introductory, a little bit of like, what's fresh, like what's current, mm-hmm. like, I mean, we're not, like, huge into news and rumors, but if there's something that comes to the top of our head that we want to talk about that happened, like, yesterday, we'll talk about it on cool. the salad. Um, the hot plate is a little bit more deep dive. So when we do buffet lines, we kind of get a little bit more into, like, the meat of shows on the, in the hot plate. And then the dessert is, like, your guilty pleasures. Okay. So we have word association in the dessert t- t- today, which we've been doing lately, and it's been, like, a good success. Yeah. I believe that was your we're, idea. We're, we're all about success and <laughs> <laughs> trying to be. Um, so yeah, I mean, we're we can hop right into it. We kind of got hop right
0: into dessert.
1: Oh, salad bar first, bro. Do you, hey man, life we is gotta un- go in order. <laughs> life no, is girl.
0: uncertain. <laughs> Eat dessert first.
1: <laughs> no,
2: life is uncertain. That's why we at least we have to keep something in order. I guess with
1: just our food. We uh, gotta respect the agenda that Chris put together. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, well,
2: opening up the salad bar. Uh, with a question we like to ask a lot of our uh,
0: guests Mm -hmm. and is what do you love about wrestling? I don't know man it's just the best it's you know I I come from theater yeah and um, I just it's performance art like first and foremost and I love how people think of it as you know lowbrow entertainment or whatever Um, and of course there's some of it that is sure um, but to me, it's, you know, like the highest form of uh, performance art. It's everything you could want, you get in, you know, a, a variety of different wrestling shows or even just one... Re- like, you know, you look at a company like Chikara and it's, like, everything that you, you know, could ever want, you get in one complete, sh- like, package in one evening. Yeah. Or, you know, the stories in... Like, Lucha Underground, you know, over the course of time, and it pays off in, in various different, uh, you know, theatrical ways. You get that over the course of time. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to shop around, like, you know, you want to grab your comedy matches from DDT, and you want to get right. your serious wrestling from New Japan, or, you know, you can... Whatever you want, you can go and you can find it somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's action, it's drama, it's uh, you know, uh, people t- You know, it's you know, people laugh it off and be like, it's the male soap opera. But yeah. it's absolutely true. I agree.
1: I I, I kind of use that. That's how my girlfriend will explain it to people, sure. to, to the layman's. And I will, they, yeah, I'll agree with her and kind of like use that a little bit of that phrase too. Yeah
2: because uh-huh. margaret also comes from a theater background right
1: yeah so and, she, and that's
2: my thing like obviously i don't tell her but i tell chad i'm like i feel like it should be an easy connect like she should come to a show and you say yeah. and you have that background i'm like how would you bridge that and, and get margaret to a show
0: yeah i don't know i mean it's, just, it's the same with my wife honestly because uh, she comes from theater as well and uh i brought her to aaw unstoppable mm, okay. and um I th- she enjoyed herself uh large like for the most part um but that hour long match uh between Trevor Lee and ACH uh, like really took her out of it. Okay, she okay. was like no I'm you know I'm I'm done with this yeah, and mm-hmm. it'll probably be a while before she comes back to another <laughs> show. But uh like I think she gets it uh it, she doesn't care for it. Okay. You know, I think it's par- you know part of it is the violence aspect. Um there's a lot of stuff that she she thinks might be, you know, uh, hokey or whatever. Yeah. But she definitely gets why I like it, Mm -hmm. which is a good thing. Like it, it works for us. Um, but I don't know. I think for some people, like, I don't know exactly what it is for her or what it might be for Margaret or, you know, for whoever, but like, you know, there's a mental, uh, you know, it's like, Oh, it's, it's wrestling. It's, you know, it's always been over here for some people or, you know, the people that use the argument of, um, you know like oh you know that oh that fake stuff or whatever Mm -hmm. um there's like a mental block that i think people need to like get over yeah and maybe they're just resistant to getting over it um but to me it's just you know the more that you watch it the more that you familiarize yourself with it or um if you like if you sat them in front of uh you know like a a story, like a long form story, gave them something to invest in and then they get the payoff, they could be like, oh shit, like you don't get this anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Um, and have you always been a wrestling fan? Uh,
3: Cause a
2: lot of us, like Charlie and I talk about this period where we just stopped watching wrestling. We watched it, we loved it, yeah. stopped and we got back into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I know Basil,
0: he says he's always watched wrestling and never stopped. Mm-hmm. Um, have you stopped for a while or so I never stopped no um, but I'm not like oh, I've been a fan since I was three like I started watching in 1999 okay when I was like 15 or whatever okay um, and uh, I, my brother and I were flipping through the channels I think and we just came across an episode of Smackdown um, I don't even remember what like the first image it was but we went back and later figured out that it was an episode where uh, Triple H had to go through five different matches in one night to be able to Mm. get a shot at the championship and it was uh mankind in a boiler room brawl uh the rock in a bull rope match big show in a choke slam challenge it would have been the undertaker in a casket match but that was the day he walked out so it was viscera and midian in a casket match and then i think it was british bulldog and some i forget what the fifth match was um but like after that we were like Oh shit. Yeah. Like <laughs> this is I don't even like I don't even know what it was about that one show, but we were just like, what is what is this world? Yeah. And then we kept coming back and I can remember vividly like when uh Austin threw Triple H in the room that had a snake in it, and then that was the end of the episode and then the next week Triple H comes out and he has this like huge scar on his face and he like relinquishes the title and he was like, obviously this means more to me than it or I mean this means more to you than it does to me, like were willing to like you know I'm, a, I'm gonna die yeah and uh and then he calls austin out to the ring and then he pulls off the thing and beats the shit out of him and i was just like that dude is evil <laughs> and you know off to the races we went from there
1: yeah nice
2: i, th- I love the good old smackdown
0: episode oh yeah yeah,
1: um,
2: but yeah, so- we, I never stopped.
1: <laughs> that <laughs> sounds like Triple H was just wrestling the whole, sh- the whole time, the whole show. Was he? In- <laughs> it was a lot of Triple H. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it
2: was two hours of SmackDown, Triple H. What was that? Was that the when it was in UPN? Yep. Right? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then shortly after that would have been the McMahon Helmsley era. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it was all Triple H all the time. <laughs> yep. Um, I'm sure he loved that. Was
2: he
1: your guy? No. Oh, you hated no. him?
0: I loved uh, Big Show. Really? Yeah. He was the best. <laughs> and
1: I hated the big boss man. There isn't a ton of big show marks.
0: No, I was a huge big show mark. <laughs> like um, people
1: respect Big Show. Like his longevity. Um but you never hear like that's never anyway, is that you your favorite or no? Uh
0: it my favorite will sort of like shift. Okay. Um and uh yeah, at the time it was definitely he was definitely my favorite. I remember uh the first pay per view I would watch uh was like eventually we got a cheater box and we could watch everything yeah. um classic but yeah yeah it was the <laughs> best um but uh i remember watching or listening to rather uh survivor series 1999 on like a scrambled pay-per-view channel
3: mm-hmm.
0: and uh i i was i was following that big show storyline about his his father dying and everything in the big boss oh band oh my god That's um, right. that is that is the funniest right? yeah 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 i was following that Amazing. closely and then uh, listening to, like I said, the scrambled feed of uh, Survivor Series. And he came out as uh, Stone Cold's replacement after he got hit by a car. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he won the championship. And I was just like freaking the fuck <laughs> out. That was a huge big show mark. Could you see the, you were just, could you see? Nope, I couldn't see anything. It was just fuzz. It was just fuzz and like uh, a perfect program. volume. Like yeah, the vol- I remember
2: the, the volume would used to be perfect, and yep. like the image would go in and out, and it wasn't like static, but it was just like the image would just go up and down, and right. like swiggly lines, yeah.
0: It wasn't anything worth watching, except when you had that for, you know, the porn channels. And <laughs> and you you, you a boob there. Yep. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> that was. The, I don't know if we can talk about that, but that was the best. Yeah. Uh, so how do you go from
2: you know <laughs> enjoying SmackDown becoming this Big Show fan, and then now? you know, as an adult and deciding I'm going to be a ref. How does that happen?
0: I don't know. It just, honestly, it should have happened a long time ago. Mm -hmm. Um, I think being a wrestler would have been a viable option if, uh, like I was growing up now and Mm -hmm. it was, you know, more acceptable to be five foot, whatever, and, uh, not have a great body or whatever. Um, But I think I always, because I always, like, would have wanted to do that, or I, of course, did it in the backyard, did it on a trampoline, Um, but, like, it just wasn't, it just, like, it never crossed my mind to, like, try it as an actual, uh, you know, avenue. Um, Yeah. And then, I don't know why I never thought, or at least at that age, never thought about anything else but was just like, oh, that world is like, I'm content to watch it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and uh, I was doing theater and like all of that was where my focus was. And it just didn't like occur to me.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And then I remember in 2011, um, shortly after, you know, I graduated college in 2009 and I was like, oh, what am I going to do with my life? And um, I remember in 2011, I think it was being like, oh, you know what, I, I, like, I can do anything right now. I, like, my whole, everything is in front of me. Yeah. And I sent Lance Storm an email and was like, hey, I'd like to come train, you know, maybe be a referee at your school. And he was like, yeah, come on down, uh, or up, rather. <laughs> he was like, come on. Uh, uh, I was living in Maine at the time, so over, actually, would be probably more accurate. Yeah. But he was like, you know, come on. Uh, we just don't have uh housing right now. Like I think I had missed uh some cutoff point and all the housing that he had available was full. Yeah. Uh so I was like, oh, I don't know. Like I I don't wanna live like I don't want to get an apartment or whatever. It just seemed more complicated than perhaps it was. Um yeah. but in my head I was like, oh this doesn't feel right. Um but also at that time uh my friend started this uh he was like, Oh, you know what? I'm gonna I want to do this. I want to do this wrestling thing, and he was like, he was fascinated by, at that time, like the drunk hipsters that were getting into wrestling, like the, um, or like the lucha libre aspect of things, and it was sort of like PWG esque, but also like the lucha Vivoom type. And I don't even know if that was starting at the time, but just like that whole idea uh, that started permeating at that time, he was like, I want to do that, Um, Mm -hmm. and so. We started to do that and it's this whole side thing we can talk about it another time (laughs) Um, but I actually like was wrestling and uh, like my brother and I were a tag team and we were wrestling in a ring behind a a double tree hotel in a parking lot in November and um, I was just like this is this is pretty rad yeah Um, but then almost as quickly as it started it ended and I was like oh well You had a good run? Oh yeah, I had a great run. Um I was like, that's a thing that happened. And uh like right around that time I met my now wife and we got together. That was happening and we started to we moved to Chicago and so like life was just changing and uh like going in a different direction. But then when I got to Chicago I started going to AAW shows. Yeah. And I was uh you know, whenever I could, whenever I wasn't working, we're doing a show and I was just like I missed it again, Mm -hmm. Um, or not, missed it is, like, I remember watching a show, and then calling my brother when it was done, and being like, I want to be a part of it, like, I don't know how, I don't know what I want to do, Yeah, Uh, I was like, but I just...
1: More than just being a fan.
0: Yeah, I was like, I wasn't content to continue buying a ticket, and just, like, sitting on the other side of the guardrail, I was like, I just want to, like, do this. So I was like, I don't, I don't know how. I don't know, like, what. And he was like, just go, like, take down the ring. Like, because the show was over. Mm-hmm. I was in the venue still. It was at Bourbon Street. And um, he was like, just go, like, take down the ring. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go do that. So I went and, like, talked to somebody. I don't even know who it was. It might, it might have actually been Production Brian. And, like, okay. just somebody who, like, looked like they knew what they were mm-hmm. doing. I was like, hey, um, who do I talk to about, like, taking down the ring? And he pointed me in the direction of Merle. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys know Merle. Yeah. But he was like, see that guy mm-hmm. with the hair? He was like, go talk to him.
3: <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> he was wearing an yeah. ROH crew sh- shirt at the time. And I was just like, hey, do you need help? And he was like, yeah. And so I took down the ring. And I was like, this this feels right. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so I was like, hey, when's the next show? And so I would just start to message him and just be like, hey, when do you need help? Like, where's the next show? Where, like, when can I be there? Um. And so I just was constantly doing ring crew. This is turning into the longest story ever. I apologize. No, no But no, no. Um, uh, I think it just uh, like that was enough for a while. Yeah. Um, there was enough to make me feel like I was a part of it mm-hmm. until it wasn't. Um, and by that point uh, I had started to, I had been around enough that Dr. Keith was like starting to ask favors of me. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Just small things, picking people up from the airport um stuff like that. And yeah. uh so then I started to, you know, get in more with uh AAW in particular. And I started, you know, being backstage. I started grabbing gear uh from the ring during okay. shows. And I was like, okay, this is cool, but like I still want more. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'd bother everybody. I'd bother uh two Juice. I'd bother PJ Drummond. I'd be like, hey Somebody teach me how to ref. I was like, I want to be, you know, I like, I was not
2: like ref school, is there? Like,
0: not a particular one, no.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, but I
0: had started to get disenfranchised with Chicago theater or just like just the way that you know I was auditioning for everything and wasn't getting anything. Okay, I was like, I want to perform and I want to be a part of wrestling. I was like, I want to put the two together. Boom, um,
1: and you're not going to be a wrestler, I'm so not going to be a wrestler. Yeah.
0: So why not referee? Yeah. And um, everybody was like, you know, I, like I said, I'd talk to PJ, and I'd be like, teach me. And they'd be like, oh, you know, whatever. Um, and then I talked to Danny, and I was like, can I just ref your shows? And he was like, you, like if you're serious about it, go get trained. And I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. Why didn't I think of that? <laughs> <laughs>
3: um,
1: Sounds okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's pretty good direction like directive you know yeah. like that's so uh,
2: then i went and got trained so how we first met you was during the elaborate play of oh, the
1: elaborate entrance of chad deity yes
2: yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> not elaborate play I had elaborate a, entrance
1: yeah chris wrote that down on the agenda i had to i had to correct
0: yeah it was the elaborate entrance a... <laughs> of chad deity it was a play at red theater
2: right and so, at that point, were you playing the ref or backup ref? Or I was
0: the assistant director for that show, okay. and uh, I was the understudy for the role of the referee.
1: Okay, that's ironic.
0: Yeah, and that's when that, that, you I mean, started
1: training. On, yes. Okay. Honestly, mm-hmm.
0: that was another thing. That was another part of it too. Was just like uh, that made me think about referees in a way that I hadn't before. Mm-hmm. Um, it definitely ties into the whole thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. This was like two years ago, right? Yes. Yeah, time flies. How did you, were you the one who reached out to us, or like who?
0: I probably did, did, yeah. I I
1: think it was neat, yeah. yeah, Okay.
0: Yeah, Um, we were looking for different ways to market the show, um, particularly to wrestling fans, and so I reached out to you guys, and I reached out to Marty and Sarah. Okay. Um, And you guys all came.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was a
2: great show. Yeah, I I really liked the play. Mm -hmm. Um, Cool. So, you're a ref. Yeah, you did the training, AEW, uh, Revolver, Rockstar, all these other promotions. We've seen you take a few bumps as ref. Which one has been the craziest one for you? The we, one I can think we of. We have and a candidate. Out, yeah. yeah, but I won't mention it until you give me your oh, We're probably thinking about the same one, honestly. <laughs> okay. Um,
0: and that would be the first one that I ever did. It's funny that, and I don't know if Cause I, it,
2: w- Was that your first show at AEW?
0: Yeah, I probably told this it, story on the i can't remember what we talked about at warrior wrestling um the maybe fan fest fest i probably told this story there too though was uh i had been in training for two weeks and uh they came up to me at aaw at bourbon street and they were like hey how long you been training and i was like oh two weeks and they were like oh can you take a bump and i was like yeah. <laughs> Could you really
1: take a bump or are you just saying that?
0: I think I was just saying that. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah, how are you going to say that? I, w- I was
0: willing to take a, like... Sure. All uh, right. Mm-hmm. But they um, <laughs> they were like, cool, we need a ref who can bump. And so this was the uh, Wrestling Rules show uh, at Bourbon Street and um, the Sammy Callahan put me through a table with yeah. a Death Valley driver.
2: Yeah. <laughs> that, that was amazing. I popped so hard when that happened. I was like... And then just after that it seemed like you were just going to take a bump every show after that
0: yeah it only happened one other show after that but i remember being like like it, like yeah. it felt
2: th- like it was like three or four
0: yeah i remember at the third show i was like cuz there was another confrontation thing with sammy where they were going to uh-huh. send a bunch of refs out it was in la and uh i remember like asking danny before we went out i was like so like is he going to is he going to hit me and he was like no i don't think we need him to hit anybody and i was like
1: uh-huh. okay <laughs> I, I wanted that to be my thing. <laughs> Let's not forget that after he put you through the table, you had a piece of table over your face, but he was just bashing it with a chair. Yeah. yeah. Let's not forget that <laughs> Let's detail. Let's not forget that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, in my mind, you kind of had a, a feud going on with Sammy, but that he was probably going right. to win. Right. Because I think we're still the feuding. We're
2: training, and I'm like, oh, this would be great if it becomes a feud at some point. You know, retaliate and and get your revenge, in Sammy, but. Maybe pending. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah,
0: maybe.
1: Why? Why did you? Uh, what was the steadfast Lee project? And why is he re- de- <laughs> deceased? Uh,
0: yeah, I don't know. I um, I was talking with my friend. Uh, he was he was saying, you know, oh, if you if you do this, you can't use your real name. And I was like, oh, why not? And I don't even remember what his rationale was. Um, but he was like, you need a cool like, you need a cool work name. So he came up with Lee Stevens, which is Lee is my middle name and Steven is my brother's real name that okay, we don't sure. actually call him that um
1: so he's Steve Speckman
0: he's Steven Speckman, Steve but Beckman. his middle name is John, so we call him Johnny okay. um, but uh I was like, oh that actually a sounds awesome and b is is like a nice tribute to my brother um and I was like i'm gonna I'm gonna use this and then I start like. It was just this weird thing where whenever I would mm-hmm. like walk into a building and introduce myself to, you know, wrestlers or promoters or whatever, I would never say I'm Lee Stevens. I was like, that just felt weird. I would be like, hi, my name's Nate. Uh, and then I was like, oh, do I like go up to the commentary? Like I remember the, the first Warrior show, I went up to uh, Nick Hausman and I was like, hey, do you like say referee names on commentary? And he was like, oh, no, I guess I don't. And I was like, oh, okay. I was just going to say, like, if you do, you know, here's my... Because my thing was, like, I, you know, I'm not a wrestler. I'm not going to come out and have this, like, Chiron at the bottom of the screen that says my name. Like, what other way is there to get this name out there, mm-hmm. you know, besides Twitter or whatever, and it's commentators saying, like, you know, oh, referee Nate Speckman just got to, you know... Yeah. Uh, went in there to check on the, the choke or whatever. and Right. Um, I was like, They're, nobody's going to... You know, if they happen to know who I am, they're gonna. Like, there was one AAW show where I was going by Lee Stevens in my own brain, and <laughs> David Starr started yelling at me in the middle of the ring, being like, oh, Nate, blah, blah, blah. Because, like, he, yeah, knew, yeah, yeah. he knew me. He knew what my real name was, but he didn't know what my work name was. And then I was just like, it's this complicated thing. And yeah. then um, uh, Sammy brought me to ML- MLW one time, and uh, he was like, what name are you using? I was like oh, Lee Stevens. He's like, that's stupid. Like, use your use your real name. Like, all the WWE refs use their real name. Like, just use a real name. And I was like, oh, okay.
1: okay. <laughs> yeah, Let me change my Twitter handle. Back. Yeah,
0: it just uh, seemed it seemed easier.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. And obviously, like, he knows. He knows I, what he's talking I would take about. Advice from him, yeah, yeah, about wrestling. If you were to do it, or I mean, you could even get Nate Speckman over via commentator. But I remember, like, uh, in Lucha Underground, Marty Elias. Like, yeah. I remember that name ringing in my head a lot. And it was because, yeah. what's his face, whose name I'm forgetting? Striker. Striker, yeah. yeah. Striker was really good at that, of- official Marty Elias.
0: And not even just, like, a vain thing of, like, me being a referee now. Um, but I just love it when the referees have an identity. Like, I remember, you know, in the 2000s, like, Tim White was a character. And yeah. not, not yeah. even just, like, the, you know, Josh Matthews, like, suicide skits or whatever. But, like he was, you know, like, portly and he had a beard and, like, their whole thing, I understand it. I totally get it of the, not wanting the referees to, like, you know, get over on the boys or, like, have a... Night. Like, I I get it to an extent, yeah. but it was also just, like, back when you knew who, like, you could name all the referees and be, like, Tim White, Teddy Long, Earl Hebner, like, mm-hmm. these were, like...
2: They were part of the show. They were part of the
0: show. Yeah. And, um... I love when ring announcers are like, you know, your referee for this contest, blah, blah, blah. Or, like you said, striker naming, yeah, yeah, striker naming referee, like, during a match, just being like, you know, Marty Elias, uh, you know, blah, 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 whatever. Yeah. And, I don't know, I love that shit.
1: Yeah, I think it's a, I remember when, like, Earl, or, like, even Mike Kyoto was refereeing a match, you knew it. it was, like, when you'd see him out there, like, oh, shit, like this is going to be a main event or this is a main event. And you got like the best of the best. So I would associate like the referee with the match that they're doing. And now
0: I feel like Kyoto can still go, like can go out there and work a match and he could go to the back and you'd be like, Oh, who, who just ref that? Mm -hmm. And he's fucking fantastic. Mm -hmm. But like, they just don't have, they don't have a face. They don't have a name. Like, I don't know. I don't care for that. Right.
2: All right. Well, I think you'll be good if, if, you know, because I, I right now you mentioned, like, there'll be announcers, like, the referee for this match is so-and-so. I think that it's a little old school, but it's cool. I
1: like that. Yeah.
2: All right. So this has to be the biggest salad ever, but I Sorry.
1: know. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's good. It's cool. I, I threw in some other ones. The, yeah. I threw in some fresh take ones. Go for it, Charlie. Um, Did you watch the Bret Hart versus Tom McGee thing? I have not yet, no. Okay. I really want to. Yeah. That seems like something that would be, like... Straight up your alley, so I wanted to touch on that. But yeah. we can skip it if you haven't watched it. It's really, it's 30 minutes. It was 30 minutes, right? It was
2: 30 minutes, yeah. Uh, you texted me as soon as that was over, I think. Like, I watched this, and I'm like, I was about to go to bed, but I'll watch it. How again. long is
0: the match?
1: Uh, they
2: only show a portion of it, right? They,
1: they only show they, the whole They thing? start the match, that when they start the film of the match, it's already started. Like, yeah. Bret Hart's okay. already like kind of in a headlock. Interesting. So,
2: i think it's what it, like six minutes maybe worth yeah it's not
1: long it's not long. But they talk six, for half an hour minutes. about it yeah <laughs> they do and they're hesitant about watching it
2: like uh, yeah I, I got that too
1: yeah and i tweeted at uh so big uh david bix yeah, is yeah, like yeah. um obs- he he's a great follow he's a great follow in general um i th- like he's an interesting character but, like, especially about this match, he's, like, fixated with it, wrote, like, a couple Spence things on it. Yeah, I just remember
0: seeing, like, him talk about it and Rob Naylor talk about it and, like, all the, you know, when... Um, man, I've forgotten her name. Uh, the, the woman that found it.
1: Oh, looking, yeah. She for, was looking in the for documentary. Matt, looking
0: for Matt Taven tapes. Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, she's, like, a Matt Taven...
0: Yeah, I forget her, I forget her name, but uh, when she was like, oh, hey, I found this... And just, like, you could almost see just, like, Twitter explode. But it, it was just, like, this small, like, right. vacuum of mm-hmm. Twitter that did it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was fascinating. But yeah. I, don't have, I don't have the network, so.
1: Oh, okay. Well, you can borrow mine. Um, but, yeah, uh, I tweeted at Bix. He, didn't, he liked it, but he didn't respond because I was hoping to get some more insight. But, like, yeah, they're, like, they asked Brett and Tom McGee. They interviewed Tom McGee. He looks completely different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently, he's going to be in StarCast with Brett. Yeah, he's going to be in StarCast. (laughs) So, he got himself a booking. Um, And they're they're like, do you want to watch it? And I feel like both of them hesitate. And they're like, uh...
2: There's not a concrete yes. Yeah. It's just like, uh, cut to the the next scene. Right.
0: Well, it doesn't mean it. Like, imagine it doesn't mean anything to them. Right.
2: To them, it
0: just seems like, yeah, I was part of this thing. McGee probably doesn't care about wrestling anymore. He
1: probably doesn't, yeah. Um, But I was thinking, I don't know, like... They both seemed like, cause, cause Davy Boy Jr. will like oh, during the documentary, he's telling stories about like, hey Brett, do you have that match? And Brett's like, oh, I'll dig it up, and like Brett like, like kind of like keeps pushing it off.
3: Yeah, which mm-hmm. I don't know
1: why he would, but that kind of like added to the folklore about no one finding it. And suppose like Brett had a copy, but just never like bothered enough to dig it up anytime someone would ask. Yeah, um, but it, it was like one of the more interesting stories that i've that i've seen in a long time and uh, another good point was like they go through this whole documentary and never once do you feel like tom mcgee is like extremely buried or extremely like dissed or criticized sure it's just like yeah you know he was green and he never quite made it but you don't feel like they're insulting him at all
0: interesting yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. It's on my
0: list of th- things to check out.
2: Yeah. Um, I know, Charlie, you asked about Game of Thrones. You're a Game of Thrones fan. Have you just, watched?
0: Do you watch? I have not watched a single minute of Game Same of Thrones. Same here, bro. <laughs> Don't worry about it. And that's not like me trying to be like, yeah, you know, or, right. you know whatever. Because um, they've always, recommend, whatever. always
2: recommended the show, and I just never got around to it. And yeah. And now it's like, you know. The I, like now, I, learnt,
0: I I learned. Honestly, I learned my lesson with Lost. I was like you know everybody would be like oh this is the greatest this is the greatest mm-hmm. and i was like huh, i'm above that <laughs> and then i remember watching uh i think it was the third episode uh walk where uh like they go into Locke and uh you know why he was in a uh a wheelchair and everything and then i was like cuz my whole thing was like there's an island of people like how do you get new characters like and I was looking at it from, like, how do they cut their hair? You know what I mean? <laughs> and, uh-huh. like, I was just like, this sounds like the dumbest show ever. And I watched Walkabout, and I was like, oh, he's being chased by, like, a boar or whatever. I was like, this is stupid. And then I, somebody sat, like, I think my friend and my brother started to watch it, and they sat me down, and they were like, no, 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 watch this show. So I sat down and watched the beginning. The beginning is, like, the first episode like, the, the pilot is, like, a movie. It's like a goddamn movie. Really. And uh I was like I watched all of it and the latter half of the show doesn't hold up to the first half of the show in my opinion, mm. but I was like this show is phenomenal. So like after that I was like I'm not going to you know all these shows that became super popular. Uh like I remember in high school I was like, "Nah, you know, all that popular stuff. I was like I'm going to be over here doing non-popular stuff and not be rebel. cool." <laughs> um <laughs> But like you know, all of those really popular shows, Mad Men, uh, you know, Breaking Breaking Bad. I just never got into when everybody else got into it, and then everybody talking about it just made me not interested. But I promise you, if I sat down and watched these shows, I would love it. Like yeah, Yeah. you know. And I'm over here being like, guys, let's just all watch Oz. Like, (laughs) like you need to watch Oz.
1: but, I don't know what that is.
0: Oh, uh, it was an HBO prison drama, oh, and it's okay. fucking fantastic.
1: Not The Wizard of Oz.
0: No, not at okay. all.
1: Um, okay. But, yeah,
0: if... Uh, I just don't have the time, but if somebody sat me down and was like... Like, my wife just finished it, and she was like, it's great. And I'm sure if she went back to rewatch it and made me... sit, Like, she started it, started watching it without me once and then just continued on. But if she was like, we're, we're doing this, I'd be like, Okay. Yeah. Like, if instead of watching Saturday Night Live, we watched that, yeah. I'd be like, okay, cool. Right. And I'd sit down, and I'd fucking love it. But I don't have time right now, so.
1: I you hear know. you. I just, uh, I put, we don't have to we, go we're in. Were you
2: happy or sad about it? I, I hear a lot of people are not, that were not content
0: with the ending. Yeah. yeah, it's funny. I didn't watch that or Money in the Bank. And so, right, my, I about my Twitter is happy. <laughs> <laughs> but then, yeah. I saw a lot of I people I had nothing to upset. complain about yesterday or today.
1: Um... I'm I'm extremely satisfied that I got that I like went along for this journey. Um, we can skip it, but this is all I'm gonna say. I'm extremely satisfied. I went along for the journey. I would have liked to see the last season extended. It was six episodes. I would like to have seen it extend out to a full ten. Okay, like they usually do, and and you put in a lot more like detail that I thought was missing. Like I think my biggest gripe is it's, it's too complex of a show to fit into six episodes for a whole season. You got to extend it out because there's a lot the the show is like built on dialogue. Although everyone's like battle, 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 Mm -hmm. dragon's fire. The dialogue is like the best part of the show. So there wasn't as there's, there needed to be more detailed dialogue around like certain parts. And I think people would complain less. So I think if there's 10 episodes done the way the other seven seasons are done, A lot more dialogue. I think that was my biggest gripe, was it was a little bit rushed. The ending made sense. Like, all the characters kind of fell where you thought they would fall. Okay. But, yeah, the cramming too much in the six-up, like, there just needed to be more detail around, like, specific things that happened to it. Like, there was some stuff. There wasn't enough enough lead-up, I think, to a certain thing. And I think like sl- more lead up and slower burns for some of that.
2: it was it was a five minute match when it should have been an eight minute match. Nice.
1: Yeah, that's a good analogy. Or brought like, that back to a wrestling or, podcast. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> or it should have been like a fifteen or a sixteen minute or Iron Man match. Okay. Um, yeah, it's I funny. Think that's a good. Yeah, it's a good my analogy. friend
0: sent me this picture, and um, I think I think it's hilarious, even though I don't understand the. Uh, you know, I haven't watched the show, so I don't understand Let's what's ex- behind it. Oh, but it's yes. A, it's a graph. Yeah, the horse,
3: right? the
2: horse. <laughs> uh, right? horse. Yeah. yeah. It gradually, mm-hmm. like,
0: looks better, somewhat like whatever. And then there's this one part in season <laughs> six that is a fully formed horse. So <laughs> yeah. I'm sure that was one particularly good episode. Right. And then it looks like seven and eight were total garbage drawn by a two-year-old.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's a level of... I think people have gone full WWE hatred... Like, with Game of Thrones, like, these writers, story arcs, like, almost thinking they can Which do is it better. Which so funny, because, like, what
0: do, you, what do you want? Like, if everything happened exactly the way you wanted, you'd be like, oh. Predictable. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah exactly. You know, There's, like, no pleasing some people. No. Um, so, I think that, like, people were triggering me online because I just think they're overacting way too much to it. So, I think, like, a fair, the fair statement I can say is, like, there were really good... The season, there were really good parts about it, but I think, like, it would have gotten more of a chance if you just extended out four more episodes and you just fill in, like, a hole here and here here and there. Cool. I think it's, like, a fair statement.
2: Fair. Yeah. I think Breaking Bad was the perfect show.
1: Yeah, that ended yeah, really well. It ended and, when it end. On mm-hmm. the other
2: hand, you had The Walking Dead, which still, I think, is going on. I don't know. Like, it is. I, I lost track of that a long time ago
1: I, I surprisingly like just I've, I don't think I've seen the last season of Walking Dead but I think I stuck around more mm-hmm. than a lot of people I know
0: I yeah. don't know who you guys have enough time to watch regular TV when there's so much wrestling to watch <laughs> yes that's yeah. that's a struggle I should struggle probably too. watch
1: more wrestling I'm behind on three independent shows right now Warrior yeah. Battle Royale Freelance and then the last Underground
2: oh the Freelance Underground
1: yeah so yeah I do a lot of my watching of wrestling live and I take notes yeah that's yeah. how I fit it all in. And then Chris is drinking and has the ketchup. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, we get it done.
2: So, to conclude the salad bar, what is your favorite part of an actual salad?
0: Oh, that's a good I think it might depend on the day, honestly. This is neither here nor there, but my brother uh, will legitimately eat salads just as an excuse to eat cheese and ranch dressing.
1: That's, that's, that's <laughs> perfect. Um, that's like sort of good, but... I don't know. People who, like, put too much ranch dressing on their salad. Like, I ranch think, dressing I, I is I think gross. ranch is gross. It's so gross. Oh. I think it's gross. Well, for you guys. I like...
0: <laughs> I don't know. I'm a weird guy. I like beets. Um, I oh, like wow. salads with nuts in them. And I love goat cheese. Okay, oh, that's good. Um, okay. So, if I have a nice salad with, like, goat cheese and beets and nuts... I could see that. That
1: feels like a wedding salad to me.
0: Ooh. Wedding salads
1: always have nuts and like
0: strawberries and. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like some different stuff. I like
2: weird shit in my salad. I think you just like fancy stuff in your salad. I like fancy stuff. Goat 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 cheese is fancy. If it has goat cheese, it's fancy for me. Yeah. Fancy night. And I like it. So, all right, let's move into the hot plate. There's uh, some um, rough questions that we probably already touched on. So, I reached out to um, our friend Trent.
0: Yeah, I love and I'm Trent. like,
2: hey Trent, uh, you know, Specman's gonna be on the pod. He's like, well, make sure he tells Did you, you airport really call stories. Him airport. airport stories? Airport pickups. Oh, okay. Um, Do you know what he might
0: be referring to? Um, and no, I said Nate. <laughs> not Specman. Not particularly. Uh, you know, so, it's like sometimes uh, right before a pickup, uh, Doctor Keith will make a, uh, a group text thing. Mm-hmm of, you know, him, me, and the person I'm picking up, and just be like, you know, if it's like Matt Riddle or something, he'll be like, Matt, Nate, Nate, Matt, Mm -hmm. here, you guys are connected, um, and there was one time I was picking up Abyss, and so he did that, he was like, Mm -hmm. Nate, Abyss, Abyss, Nate, and then instead of texting back to the group, Abyss texts me privately, like cutting Keith out, and so I just get this text randomly that I'm not expecting that says, hey, Nate, it's Abyss. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, what the fuck is my life right now? Um, Uh, So that was good. Super nice guy. Yeah. Uh, Somehow fit into my Ford Focus. Um, (laughs) Right, he's a big guy. He's he's a very large man. Um, Yeah, I don't know, like... I can't imagine what uh, well, he would be. Yeah, particularly... I don't know, but I, I know he at least told us the
2: one story where with Phoenix, he, with Phoenix, yeah. <laughs> he was going to pick up Phoenix, uh, Matt Riddle, and I don't know who else. Oh, I love this. And story. they're like, okay, well, they, it's one of the first times that Phoenix was in town or whatever, and he's like, well, what does he look like without his mask? And nobody knows. But then apparently, like Phoenix and Pentagon are, or somebody, like whatever, whatever the luchador he was with, they were like. Kind of going through their match or something or just doing some weird wrestling thing waiting on Trent to get you know to pick them up and, and they're like in the departure and like, oh, like that's like him for <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> so
0: then they're like okay that's him and that's how they found Phoenix while well, mask yeah I, I was um when we had Ultimo dragon uh for a LaSalle show mm. um I went to go pick him up and I had a van load of other guys and we pulled up to the hotel and I'm like I don't know what this guy looks like like anybody here knows that was what he looks like, mm-hmm. and I think David Starr might have been the only one in the car that raised his hand. So I was like, "Can, can you go in there? I don't, uh, I don't know who I'm looking for." Yeah, um, I do have a great liger story. So again, I was like, "I don't. Is he going to be wearing his mask? Like, yeah. mm-hmm. what am? Who am I looking for?" Um, so I went there with actually a piece of cardboard with his name written on it. <laughs> 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 um, Turns out he was sitting there uh, in a full New Japan tracksuit. And I was like, okay, that's, oh, that's, that's probably the guy. Uh-huh. <laughs> but after the show, because uh, it was just me and him in the car, and um, we stopped at like one of those oases on the side of the highway.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And uh, it was, oh, no, he came to Bourbon Street. But it was still late at night that stuff was closed. Um, and so we walk through the uh, oasis like past a McDonald's. And, uh, he looks at it and he's like, ah, no. And he looks around cause he saw a sign for KFC and he was like, Kentucky fried. Mm-hmm. And so we walk down the Oasis. And That's all he said. Yeah. <laughs> and so we get to the end and KFC is closed and he's oh. like, ah. Oh. And so he looks around and then I was like, I, I don't know, man, like McDonald's. And he's, he like heaves a heavy sigh and we go over to the McDonald's and, uh,
1: they do have like chicken tenders.
0: Yeah, and so he orders his food, um, and uh, he he's look like he orders his food, and he's waiting for his order. So he comes back, and we're standing together, and he's looking at the, the thing, and uh, he he goes back up to the counter, and he starts asking them about uh, coleslaw, mm. and he like obviously he doesn't say it like yeah you know uh, it doesn't sound. Very much like coleslaw okay. um, coming out of his mouth. And uh, so they can't understand what he's asking about. And then, like, you know, dejected, he comes back and he stands right next to me and we don't really talk. And he, he looks up at the, at the menu again and then it's just like, oh, and he starts laughing out loud to himself. And then he just goes, coleslaw, Kentucky Fried.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh that's great yeah, yeah they don't have that at McDonald's no they don't no, have unfortunately. coleslaw
0: he really wanted coleslaw I
1: thought that was a good story
2: so going back to you being a ref what I want to know is what do you like for you being in the ring like what is the most difficult match to call like is it you know when there's like a four way or like what what puts you on a spot where it's like oh shit I, I can't fuck up
0: um I
2: don't know. Uh, Are you pretty comfortable just at this point? No, no, I'm very <laughs> uncomfortable.
0: Um, the it's weird, like having more things to do is better for me. Like you know, in a like a scramble match, right? Like um, you know, f- I think freelance puts a nice like cap on their scrambles in terms of number of participants. Uh, but at like,
1: at like 15, no, <laughs> <yeah, just kidding. laughs> right? well, but like at like rockstar or revolver,
0: they'll oh, do okay. scramble matches that have like, like I did a scramble m- match once that had like 11 people in it. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, so I'm not, I'm basically just a getting out of the way yeah. and B counting a pinfall. Uh-huh. Um, and it's like, there's no rules to enforce really. And it's just like the wild, wild west. Um, And there's, like, bodies flying everywhere. So I'm, like, I got to make sure that nobody's coming in, like, right... You know, I've had people, like, tap my foot and, uh, Mm -hmm. like, that they're about to slide in. And I'm, like, it's... I don't know. I, like, give me...
1: Might as well get out of the ring at that point. Yeah, right? Yeah.
0: And just, like, slide in and count. Mm -hmm. Like, just give me two people in a ring and rules to enforce. And then I feel much more comfortable. Yeah. Um, Because otherwise I feel like I'm just, like, standing there in a corner and... Obviously, nobody's watching me. Like everybody's watching the action, so it probably looks fine to everybody else. But when I go back and watch it, I'm like, "Oh, I'm just standing there. Like I'm not doing anything." Right. right. Um, so, so it's a, it's run. a thing where I'm in my own head about it. But um, so then, what happens when you don't have any wrestlers
2: and you have Invisible Man versus <laughs> Invisible Stan? Uh,
0: I don't. We can ask. We can <laughs> ask Bryce Rensburg about that. Um, that is How'd a performance. That? Oh, I loved it. Yeah. That was incredible. Uh, yeah, I was there live, and uh, it was it was it was unlike anything anybody mm-hmm. will ever see. Yeah. Um, did you guys watch it?
1: Uh, I saw only the unicorns clips, but so okay. I saw like yeah, a lot of what he I haven't doing, watched it, it from all.
2: beginning to end. But I've I've watched pieces of it. Yeah. And I'm like, it's just it's art. It is.
0: Yeah. It's it's one man do like <laughs> doing a full complete wrestling match with like every indie spot in the world. <laughs> um it's art. It's and he Bryce Remsburg is an artist. I can't say enough good things about Bryce. Yeah. Um I don't think he'll listen to this, but uh Well come on. We come reach man. a lot of people here. Yeah, you do. <laughs> uh, I just I feel like I don't I, I shouldn't kiss his ass too much because it might get back to him and he'll be like "No, oh, that weird oh. dude in chicago <laughs> okay, okay. um but he's he's fantastic um i actually just did a a seminar of his in philly on saturday oh nice um and he when is this podcast gonna come out uh in a couple, a couple days In a couple days okay so before by wednesday this weekend mm-hmm. cool then I can make an announcement right now. Uh-oh. Okay. <laughs> that exclusive. I'm going to be exclusive exclusivity. Um, that I'm going to be roughing on the Chikara show on Sunday. Nice. Oh, nice.
1: Yeah. Is that where is that?
0: That's at the Logan Square Auditorium. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, congrats. The, thank you. Mm-hmm. The Independent Wrestling TV Midwest Mixtape Show is in the afternoon. I think at two o'clock. Uh, okay. I could be wrong. And then Chikara is in Logan Square Auditorium um, at seven.
1: Okay, those snuck up on me. I didn't even realize until like not too long ago that IWTV was doing like its own show. Yeah, and Logan. So yeah, those snuck up on me. I didn't even. I don't even know if I knew about the Chicago show until you just said it. But yeah, those
0: are both happening this Sunday. Um, You know, obviously everybody's focusing on the the big show on the twenty fifth in Vegas. But I I don't think there's a whole lot of wrestling in the Chicagoland area this upcoming weekend. Yeah, I don't think so. so that'll be a nice uh it'll be a
1: nice day at the matches yeah so that picked a good weekend
0: yeah
2: cool so you mentioned how are we watching tv is there any wrestling that you watch on tv and your phone on the go or is just all the wrestling you do on the weekends
0: yeah uh i mean a lot of it is caught live i do make an effort to watch uh i do enjoy watching NXT i make an effort to watch as much uh chikara as i can as much um i was watching lucha underground um you know i don't i don't know what's happening with them
1: i think that might be done yeah i think that sounds like it's done
0: um, unfortunately had yeah. a great run man mm-hmm. it did it got a little weird at the end i feel like um i have not watched i have not finished watching the last season
2: yeah neither have i
1: wasn't swagger the champ when it ended i or think so I think oh
0: don't say that I think that might <laughs> be part of the reason why every, I don't go yeah. back and watch it. <laughs> but, but yeah, and, like, just anything else, um, I, I do, it's, it's so weird, uh, you know, obviously working the shows or seeing mm-hmm. stuff live, and then I'll go back and watch those shows again um, to, like, A, watch my own work, but, B, like, you know, because when, when I'm at an AAW show, I don't get to see a lot of the, like, yeah. backstage interviews or whatever or, like, the storyline advancing stuff that right. we do. So, um, you know, I'll go on High Spots and re-watch those shows, re-watch Revolver shows, um, or a lot of uh, stuff that I watch now is, like, uh, homework-based stuff um, for myself, you know, watching, you know, particular rough stuff, or, you know, if I know a show's coming up and I have the potential to work with a certain person that I've never worked with before it's watching their matches to see, like, how they move in the cool. ring or, like, what their, you know, arsenal of moves is that, like, I could potentially prepare for. So, Maybe. like, I'm watching stuff on high spots, watching stuff on uh, independent wrestling um, TV, you know, catching clips of, like, limitless wrestling from Maine okay. or, um, you know, I watch some freelance stuff, uh, you know, watching, like, whatever I can. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: That's kind of cool, too, if it's, like, like you said, it's like homework. So yeah. it's like sometimes like, sorry, Margaret, got to watch this show. <laughs> it's we're talking about it tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Use that as an excuse, you know. Cool. It's neat. So this is a personal
2: question, I guess, because um, I made sure I have added this to the agenda and I forget. Can you explain ZMT?
0: No. You can't? No. Why? Wow. I, I can, but I won't.
2: Oh, okay. It's like team cart type stuff. It might be. <laughs> right, because I, like, I, mm. like, I feel like, because I would hear with the BSB boys or whatever, and I'm like, did I miss something? Like, and I'm like, okay, well, if it's an inside thing, at least I know that I didn't miss anything. You didn't miss anything. So, recently you guys, uh, like, you went up, what was it, to Canada? hmm And this was when um, um, I heard they, you, you had the ref shirt and immigration stopped you guys, and then just, like, a whole fumble of questions. Yeah. How'd that go down?
0: that was super interesting yeah so Rob and Trent and I went to Impact Um, also by the way I watch a lot of Impact okay Um, and we were just going to watch the show nobody was working Mm -hmm. nobody was getting paid we were just going Um, of course the idea in wrestling is always be prepared so Rob had his film thing like his Mm -hmm. equipment just in case I had my ref shirt just in case, um, and they, they pulled us over and made us go inside and, uh, search the vehicle, and the, the weird thing was they were, like, this one woman was very, uh, curious about my calendar, mm-hmm. I, you know, I keep, I always have to write shit down, because I'm always going to forget it, yeah. um, and I I have four jobs, so I'm, like, everything is structured in my calendar in a way of, like, uh, you know, I work at the Chicago Theater. I also work at the Lyric Opera, and so like I'll go on their calendars and write every possible work day that I could have in a month or year or whatever, uh, like as much stuff as they have on the calendar. I'll write it in my calendar, put a question mark next to it, and be like, "That's a day that I could potentially work." Um, okay. And then so that I know if like a wrestling show or whatever comes up, and be like, "Okay, now I have to figure out which one I can go to." Um, and so there could be multiple things written in in one day, and. I have like shorthand things of like, you know, CC will stand for whatever, and be like, so CC, you know, on this day, whatever, uh, would be like, I'm working at the catering company this time. Okay. Um, so all these codes, all this like stuff written into one day, and she was like, what, what is this? Like, what do you do? <laughs> and um, uh, I had like, you know, I'd have flights for my other job of like cuz the very next week I was going to be in New Orleans and so she was like what is MSY I was like that's the airport code for New Orleans and she was like is it and I was like yeah <laughs> what are you doing in New Orleans uh, I, I have a job that is bringing me to New Orleans and then so she was just like really weirded out by my calendar and I still don't exactly know why um I mean I guess I can I guess I can imagine it looks like you know, I'm plotting something, going to all <laughs> these different places. Sure, um, I don't know. But is she, she allowed
1: to go through your calendar like that.
0: She, was, I mean, they're allowed to go through everything, I guess. Okay. Um, but she was more concerned about that than, like, they asked me about the ref shirt outside. Um, but it was like a offhanded like, this is weird, mm-hmm. and I was like, ah, oh, yeah. And then we get went inside, and then. Like, they asked, the lady behind the counter asked Trent a couple of things. Or, the weird thing was, like, Trent was like, oh, I'm sorry, guys. It's totally me. It's, like, it's the brown <laughs> guy in the car. And um, <laughs> But they, like, that. did not ask him a thing. And they were, like, curious about Rob's equipment. And they were curious about my Your calendar. calendar. <laughs> and so, they barely talked to Trent. They asked Rob a couple questions inside. And then they're like, okay, so you, what about these ref shirts? Like, these referee shirts? What is this? And I was like, you know, like... This will be really embarrassing, and you probably don't get it. But there will be these super fans that come to shows like wrestling shows with their championship belts, or like there'll be people dressed up like Hulk Hogan. I'm the guy that dresses up like a referee. Like, I'll be in the crowd <laughs> in full gear, and um, I just go to shows dressed like a referee. And she's like, Get out of here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why were you? Why not
2: just tell her the truth? Because you can't travel and work? Yeah. Like that, like, then you would require a work visa. Or well, it's, right? it's weird
0: because the truth was I wasn't working. Like, yeah. I didn't go there and work. I didn't get paid. Um, I helped out. Mm-hmm. I brought gear from the ring to the back. But like...
1: Okay. So now even the possibility of work. Yeah. Okay. Because the
0: idea is I'm Makes coming sense. from another country uh, or like an, you know mm-hmm. uh, somewhere else taking a job from somebody in Canada. Okay. Um, and they don't like that.
1: Okay, so that's why they were being sticklers, especially with like the the video recording gear.
0: Yeah. So what was his excuse? He was like, "I'm a filmmaker. I take my stuff with me everywhere." And they were like, "Everywhere?" And he was like, "Everywhere." And they were like, "All right." <laughs> Should be more like that Trent guy. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
2: cool, man. So. Uh, one of the, the, the questions that I see here, and I believe, Charlie, you, you asked this question here. Has your ref count progressed? My count? Yes. Because early on, when we long time ago, when we talked to two Jews, we pointed out some, like, there was this specific ref. I, I Up to this day, I don't know his name. But his count would give away when the finish of a match was going to happen. And I don't know, have you noticed that
1: with other refs? I'm or? very particular about, I think that, like, to me, that is... If a ref has a good count, then I enjoy that person being a ref. Mm -hmm. Um, So, like, I'm weirdly... I feel like I'm weirdly particular about counts. And, yeah, and we were talking Mm -hmm. to Choo Juice. We were like, why do you do this during your... And he he is a good one, but, like, I think we hear him verbally during his count a lot. Not that that's a bad thing. And then there was Mm -hmm. one ref where... Yeah, a Kai's count like annoyed the hell out of me to the point where if you notice it, you can't notice anything else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like during the match. Um so yeah, the que- yeah, the question is like how would you what do you think about your count? How would you rate it and Well, let me ask you guys.
0: What do you think of my count? And was it ever
1: not good? I would say no. I don't have I think it's like solid like I don't okay. have like one way don't have one way or the other opinion on it it's it's like it probably is what it should be
2: yeah to me like as long as I don't notice like the difference between your three count and your two count mm-hmm, then like it's all good for me cool. yeah it's mostly I like can't tell it, that.
1: it's mostly like like almost like it's like almost like more fi- fixated on flaws than like than like an actual than like if a count is the way it's supposed to be, then that's a good thing. Yeah. It's not like you need to have some crazy count that's, like, over the top. You just can't have a shitty one. Right. I think is what I'm trying to point out.
0: <coughs> I can remember, um, like, that was a very hard thing for me to figure out. Can hold I get on. him a bill Oh, uh, you, can you get him? Yeah, toss it to him like Stone Cold.
1: <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you. Um, I think I'm going to hold off only because so. I might have to do work later. But uh, first, thanks, Chris. Right. I am also I going to hold off. Nobody
0: offered. You don't want more tea? Yeah, I've got tea. my tea. I okay. got. <laughs> okay. I have two drinks. Oh
1: wow! Right. You're gonna smash those like Austin. See a Lacroix.
0: Oh yeah, this is for Trent and Basil. I'm drinking Lacroix. Oh,
1: well, they hate that, right? Uh, Lacroix is good.
0: It's very good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was a hard thing for me to grasp at the beginning, um, and uh, I still feel like I don't. I mean, I'm very critical of my own work. I remember for a while, I couldn't watch my own shit. I was like... Really? Yeah, it was painful. Um, I mean, I I was dog shit in the beginning anyway. But um, can I swear on this, by the way? Yeah, we
1: have the E for explicit. Yeah, my
0: favorite. We don't care Um, about the E. Nice. (laughs) Neither does David Starr. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But I... uh, Yeah, I'm very critical of my own work. And I feel like right now, I still... uh, I don't like... There's a lot of stuff about my work that I don't like. Um, b- and so I'm always trying to... I think I might be, actually be overthinking it, um, but I am always like cognizant of it. Um, and I feel like it has progressed. Uh, I feel like it could be better. But I feel like everything... I feel like my footwork could be better. I feel like sure. it, everything that I do could be better. Um,
1: you got to put it in perspective, right? You're a year. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I think just... Yeah, I mean, this is coming from someone who watches you like... I think you're right on track. Like, you're not really... well, like, like I said, as a ref, like, you just don't... I mean, don't... I think if you don't fuck up, then you're on, like, <laughs> you know? Then that's a solid ref match. Yeah. And you're only a year in. Like, you don't have to do anything especially spectacular.
0: What's so funny? Because, like, you know, I'll, I'll finish a match and be like... You know, ask anybody, really. But, like, you know, oh, did you, like... Did you see it? Like, is there anything? And they'll be like, I mean... I didn't like, be like, anything particular jump out at you about my work? And they're like, no. And I'll be like, oh, man. But then I'll be like, oh, wait, that's
2: good. That's a good yeah.
1: thing. Yeah, that's a good thing.
2: Yeah. Is there like... Uh, There'll
1: probably be a time where you're so... Sorry, one second. Mm-hmm. There'll probably be a time where you're so... You've got the basics down so much, and then you can start layering stuff in. But for now, I think... I would think like...
0: I mean, that's probably over... Like, I don't know. That's probably overthinking it. Like, it's not... It's a very uh, fine line to walk of like being where you need to be and then being out of the way when you need to be out of the way, Mm -hmm. and it's um, okay. Like the better you do that, obviously. uh, It's it's funny. I remember. um, I swear, I'm not a huge Triple H fan, Um, but (laughs) one of my one of my favorite refs. No, uh, I do love that. One of my favorite referee performances is actually Triple H in the. Randy Orton, Daniel Bryan, SummerSlam match. Oh okay, because yeah. You watch it and like that's that's a situation where you know who the referee is. It's like a face and a name. And he's wearing like combat boots. So mm-hmm. like he stands out. Watch that match, and like you get invested in the work of Orton and Bryan and he disappears. Like you do not see him. And it, it's a testament to the work of Randy Orton and Daniel Bryan as well, but it's like, he, he's a guy who, Triple H is a guy who, by all rights, should not disappear in a wrestling ring, but he completely disappears. Okay.
1: okay.
0: Uh, go back and watch it. It's okay. it's fantastic.
1: That's uh-huh. not the one where Bryan faces Cena and then Orton.
0: Oh, out. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're right. It's not Randy Orton. Randy Orton comes out after and makes okay. the title. You're right. I'm sorry. That.
1: Yeah, no, I just wanted to say Daniel Bryan stuff. versus John okay.
0: Cena from SummerSlam, cool. 2013. Cool. 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 My bad. All no,
1: it's right. cool. I just wanted to specify so. Just want to make
0: sure we had the right homework down. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. <all> right. <laughs> <searching for laughs> yeah. Tana Bryan
2: versus Randy Orton.
1: <laughs> you were gonna say something that cut you off. Do you
2: remember? Uh, well, I I think what I was gonna ask was so as a ref, like, is there like you know, with the promotions that you work with or whatever, like certain talent that you like feel more comfortable in the ring with? Um Or is just put me in any match and
0: Yeah. Uh There's nobody that I dislike working with, and there's nobody that at this point that I've worked with that I'm like, nah, I'd rather not. Yeah. Um, I do like working with. I like working with everybody.
1: Cool. No enemy night. No.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I don't play favorites. (laughs) No, no friends. Um, All right. Worked with those guys too. (laughs) (laughs) Do we have any other uh, things that we want to touch on in the hot plate?
1: Yeah. Is there anything? You've been waiting so long to come on this podcast. I have. I, I want... I now see, I'm nervous. Now the expectations are built. So, like, I want to make sure you're having a good time. Have you had a good time so far? Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, is there I feel any like thi- I have
0: said a lot of stuff I shouldn't have.
1: No. I don't know. We can edit it out. Just let us know after and we can edit it out. But, um... Yeah, you won't hear that part when you talk shit about Basil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can cut that out.
0: He's <laughs> the <of> worst.
1: <laughs> is there anything in the hot plate about, like... You're reffing, you refing that you, this is like the time before we jump into dessert time. If you want to get something off your plate or a story or just like something about referees in general, referee rights, rough lives matter, rough lives matter. <laughs> <laughs> anything, anything about your work that you've been doing so far, maybe like, or, or maybe you can end it with like goals or anything like that if you want to go into that. But this is like the time before we move into dessert. Oh man, I feel put on the spot. We just want to make the, sure everything. The most is set. important
2: match that you've refed so far, in your opinion.
0: Um. Hmm. I don't know. I've I've refed one heavyweight championship match for A.A.W., but it wasn't the main event, and okay. I refed a, ha- a s- like, two or three AAW main events, but obviously they haven't been heavyweight championship main events. Uh, so that is a goal.
1: Okay. Um, is that, just I mean, that statement alone, hold your thought. Isn't that, like, just think about it, just again perspective. Isn't that pretty crazy from, like, Nate is the fan to yeah. now the AAW championship is online and you're part of that match? Yeah. Isn't that, that's crazy, right?
0: It's it's well, like, I sh- I keep thinking about it. And I'm like, I shouldn't be where I am. And that's not like a self-deprecating, like it's bizarre how things have happened. Um, and uh, I feel like if I say that out loud, like if people are starting to listen to this now and they're like, mm-hmm. huh, like, oh Yeah it doesn't make sense. He's where he is. And like Danny fires me and Steve <laughs> fires me and Sammy's just like, Oh man, you've only been doing this for a year. Get out of my locker room. Um, they
1: are exposing you.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, I honestly like I'll be in a locker room and just be like, I feel like a fraud. Like I don't, I, I, I feel like I work hard and I feel like I'm nice to people and that counts mm-hmm. for something. It does. Um, But it's just, like, the amount of things that I've gotten to do or, like, the people that I've worked with. uh, Like, I can remember back when I started, and Mm -hmm. it's like, I was fucking, like... I don't know. It it would be mind-boggling to me, the fact that I've worked with, like, Pentagon three times now.
2: You got super kicked by the uh, Young Bugs, right?
0: Uh, So... I got super kicked by uh, Pentagon and Phoenix, and then the Young Bucks showed up. Uh, So I am told. I didn't see it. Sure. Uh, I watched the tape afterwards, (laughs) and I was like, "Oh, that's what happened." Mm. Um, Correct me if I'm wrong, because I remember this conversation from Warrior. I have been kicked by right when you were sleeping. Okay, Okay. Adam 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 Cole show. That's right. Um, But uh, yeah, like I I remember, I worked with Phoenix in the. Jim tournament last year and i was like that's amazing mm-hmm. and then i was like but i'll i'll never work with pentagon like that's not gonna happen and now i've worked with now i've worked with him three times See, and i'm like it's if you ask gringo local, he waited years for that to happen yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um and it's i don't know it's so weird to me like i should not be in these sit- in my brain i should not be in these situations um but like, you talk about big matches. Like I've refed. Uh, you know, Revolver just introduced a, their heavyweight championship uh, a couple months ago, and I've any heavyweight championship match that they've had, I've been the referee for it. Um, getting, I've refed one match for MLW, and it was uh, the semi-main event of the actual evening. It was the television main event of the program that it was airing on. And it was for the heavyweight championship, Low-Key versus Shane Strickland. And I'm like, this is, like, wow. no, this doesn't, <laughs> yeah. this doesn't happen to, pretty for nuts. people. Um, I made my debut as a referee on an AAW show. Like, who yeah. who does that?
1: Yeah. You. That's a pretty fast-tracked first year. I, and and yeah. it's only a year. So. And I
0: feel, we, I feel weird talking about it, because it feels like I'm patting myself on the back, but it's just like... You know, obviously, Sammy has a lot to do with it. Uh, Dave has a lot to do with it. But it's like, um, I also made that choice mm-hmm. to go to that school instead of going to other schools. So,
2: yeah. And I, and I think, you know, um, obviously, from an outside looking in, uh, you know, like you said, just you're, you're nice to people. You're at the right time, at, you know, at the right place, doing what you're supposed to be doing. And I don't think it's, yeah, it's not an accident. I think if you would have messed up, you know, or done things the wrong way. You wouldn't have lasted, you know, in AEW or in any other promotion.
1: Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. If you fuck up, you'll know. <laughs> <laughs> They'll all know.
2: <laughs> that was three.
0: All right. So, are we ready for this? Oh, that's the talk? other thing I wanted to what? talk about. Oh, is, go, ahead. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Like you were talking about counts. And I remember, uh, I don't remember what show it was, but there was a show where somebody in the audience was like, oh, Ref, come on. That was a slow count. And I was like, oh shit, was it? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. And like I learned very quickly that you can't let them dictate what you're right. doing. Uh-huh. Like it's obviously a, a a thing to yell at the ref. Mm-hmm. Or like if there's a manager on the outside and they start like jawing at the ref, I'm like, okay, take that stuff for what it is and like, you know, focus and like yeah. stay focused in what you're doing. But I was just like, Oh shit. Like I I started like, like overthinking. Was that slow? <laughs> yeah, and I was like, "Was that like it, it could just as easily not be a part of the show and very easily be somebody like critiquing my work in the middle of a match?" Um, and I was like, "Okay, I gotta, I gotta think about this."
1: Yeah, that's it, uh, I. I'm not. And near the physical condition let's just say if i had if i had tom mcgee's body right and i'm like i, would, I want to be a pro wrestler <laughs> well,
2: which which one like now
1: now no, he's, is he still no. like built is he still ripped no he's ripped? Not. no, no he's, not. he's tall but he's very skinny so i'm talking like tom mcgee versus brett body i feel like i can never be a wrestler because my short-term memory is shit so i would forget ev- all the spots yeah, yeah, every yeah. spot forget the finish i'd forget it all and, yeah, I feel like I couldn't be – I wouldn't be able to turn off on and off, like, like, what you're talking about. If someone said that to me, I would probably, like, start thinking about it immediately instead of just, like, okay, when I'm in this ring, nothing matters. Yeah. I feel like I can't turn that off. Like, I feel like I just care too much in general about anything that I do that, like – it's always gonna matter. I can't put myself in that fantasy world. You, I know you can't, can't and, like, go take from cero
2: miedo, miedo to mucho miedo
0: real quick.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, mucho miedo for sure.
0: Did you guys see the video, by the way, of him getting both his hands tattooed at the yeah, same time? Yeah, I saw that. That dude is a maniac.
1: Like where on the knuckles? Uh, yeah. No, he's
0: so he's sitting there and he's got his hands like reached out and somebody's tattooing the top of one hand and somebody's like doing his fingers or something uh, on, from the other hand.
2: He, he just got cero, cero miedo in his
0: oh that's what it was Yeah. His fin- oh shit yeah Whoa, that makes sense um uh, but it's uh, both at the same time
2: well i've never had a tattoo i'm in a assuming yeah like right. tattoo you have a tattoo on your finger does, does that hurt a lot
0: it wasn't very comfortable mm-hmm. okay <laughs> uh like the closest it the closer the needle gets to bone yes, yes like bad news bears but um i don't know, it, like it didn't hurt hurt i mean for sure like for some people it might for other people it would be like oh that wasn't even uncomfortable at all i was like oh this is very uncomfortable <laughs> um, he's covered in them so i'm sure it mm-hmm. doesn't matter to him but i was just i watched that and i was like goddamn
2: yeah what a badass all righty so are we ready for dessert i think so oh, yeah. Yeah. all right so for dessert we have word association that means that we have a list of 10 words abbreviations or names And then you just got to give us your one word reaction to it. Okay. Like whatever comes to mind.
1: (laughs) There's some good ones out here. One word.
0: Be careful. You're ready. The first one's going to be Basil, isn't it?
2: No. No, I'll give you that one. It's not. Um, All right. So the first one is oi 4 k Academy. Awesome. Earl Hebner. Great. AEW. Exciting. Sammy Callahan. The best. Team CMT.
0: Uh, my boys.
2: That's more than one word, but I I'll know. let it slide. The best was also more than one word. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing good, though. All right. Halfway there. AAW. Home. Trent Suberi At Vanilla Joke on Twitter.
0: <laughs> uh, great guy.
2: It's difficult. Basil Mahmoud BZ with seventeen Zs and 45 E's on Twitter.
0: Ridiculous.
2: Rob Milanowski at the Polish Rob on Twitter. G. Danny Daniels at AAW Danny Daniels on Twitter.
1: Oh. <laughs> the hesitation. The hesitation.
0: I just don't know how to do this in one word.
1: Boss. <laughs> As not your boss <laughs> yeah
0: there's that um i'll let you say it though i i don't he's great uh yeah i'll go with boss
1: oh i gave you that one yeah I'll, <laughs> I'll, okay fine uh and i've already used
0: great uh yeah, yeah. and awesome um
1: brilliant cool all right that's 10 that was a good one sweet you did you, that's difficult to do yeah, mm-hmm. you did, and you did really good. Thank you. I was yeah. very nervous. I started to sweat because <laughs> you want to give like full con, like you want to say a full sentence to give full context. About yeah, yeah, like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. One word can't do it. Just some people justice.
2: So Nate, this is your chance to plug away social media. Where can people find you?
0: Upcoming shows. I am on Instagram at referee Nate Speckman. You can follow me there. You can also follow me on Twitter at ref Nate Speckman. Um. I work for uh, A.A.W. and Revolver and Rockstar Pro and Warrior Wrestling. Uh, I also occasionally work for Freelance Wrestling. And um, You've done Zello, right? I've done one Zello show. Um, I'm sort of like uh, Sam Meadowood's on-hand replacement. Um, Love Sam. Yeah. Uh, I do, too. He's the best. He's great. Um, But yeah, uh, upcoming this weekend, uh, Sunday, the 26th, uh, I will be at the Logan Square Auditorium. Uh, I will be refereeing for the Chikara show. I'm very, very excited. Um, I've been a big fan of what they do for a very long time now. And um, that's a whole roster of people I've never worked (laughs) with before. Cool. Um, So I'm very excited about that. Yeah, I don't know. I (laughs) I think that's the next thing. And soon then, to
1: be refereeing a AEW Pro Heavyweight Main Event. Hopefully, that's the goal. That's the goal. Uh, cool. That's cool. a
0: goal. I have several. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah.
1: Cool. Well, hopefully that
2: happens soon. We'll most likely be there. Hopefully, and uh, and cheer you on. Thanks, right? guys.
1: Thanks for thanks for coming, man.
2: Yeah, glad yeah. to have met you. Thanks here. for making this happen. Long time, I'm trying to make it happen, but you know, finally, you're here.
1: I'm sure um,
0: you had very important people you had to interview before me.
1: <laughs> we wanted to knock out a few wrestlers before you because they're a little bit higher demand. But, I can uh, you but know, yeah, and then we go got to cover shows too, which we enjoy doing. But you know, sometimes the guest list gets knocked down a few months. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. well, now you got me out of the way so you can get Rob on.
2: Yeah, we got we're gonna get a Rob, maybe a combo. I don't know if you want to come for our second part. Yeah,
0: you can have me, Rob, Trent, and Basil. Uh,
2: we will have to split some mics, but we can make that happen. We'll that would be pretty
1: epic. We'll cut down yeah. our fee.
2: So.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right.
2: We'll give wow. you a brother discount. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Um, I think it's time to go home. So yeah. let's close out with some Two Heels and a Face plugs. You can visit twoheelsandface.com and check out our previous episodes. Mm-hmm. You can follow us on social media at Two Heels and a Face on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. That's number two, Heels and a Face you can find some Two Heels and a Face uh, merch at Pro Wrestling Tees. Yeah, buddy. Mm-hmm. Pro Wrestling Tees actually has uh, 20% off until May 27th with the promo code SPRING. SPRING into that sale. That's right. SPRING into summer. So if you want women's cut merch, baby merch, or hoodies, you can visit Watermanover. Just search for Two Heels and a Face. And last but not least, if you want to get a two-heels-and-a-face pin, you can visit wrestlingwithunicorns.org. You can also check out their awesome shirts and pins. And then you can also listen to us on Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play, Google Spotify Play? next week. We can definitely get Spotify next week. Yeah, we'll try. All right. Wrestling's a buffet. And, um,
1: hashtag push Paco hashtag to the moon.
0: beat-up GPA. Wait, 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 wait. Paco's great. Love Paco. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I th- Aren't we done with the beat up GPA thing?
1: Mm, I don't know. Maybe we could probably. tell you, I don't know. We just had him on recently, and this feud with Kylie is over. And did you beat him up?
2: Well, we no, we can't. We can't have any violence in here. We didn't have a ref either, so it wouldn't be. You know, it wouldn't. Yeah, Laney would probably
0: kick our ass too. <laughs> so what about it, hashtag Give Myron a mic? Oh, is that done? It's. I don't know. So. Well,
1: I, I, I can't really say because, they, so you, so you Rob, tell me, you've been mm-hmm. to all the shows, has has he been given a mic in an AEW ring no. or no? He hasn't been right. given a mic, but uh, he got some
2: uh, Rob Malinowski time. He did. Okay. And he's got, got a film. Have you seen it?
1: Um, I don't think I've seen that one. I'm going to show it to you after we close this Yeah, out. we can put it on the big team. I've yeah. seen the Kurt yeah. one. I've seen the Jake one. I've seen the, the Mixer one. one. I have not seen the David Star one. Oh, we gotta watch I that. I think time. I'm missing the David Star. So we. Can he he also, I just, uh, there's
0: uh, coming out on Wednesday. He's got his he's got a feature on uh, Josh Alexander coming Ooh. home.
1: Oh, that'll be good.
0: Yeah. So Wednesday that'll be out. It looks like.
1: Cool. Yeah. Hash, okay. Cool. Hashtag. Give Iron Mike. I guess has continued to be your GPA. rough
2: lives matter. Hashtag <laughs> rough lives matter. <laughs>
3: <Is this song>? <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Yo, Jimmy, hit me with that Triple H. Yeah, you let the music keep playing.